Please enjoy your prescribed fiction experience. Hi, I'm Phil. Hi, I'm Mark. Welcome to Organized Fun, the board game podcast, where this week we've got the next chapter in our teens and space adventure. But as usual, business first. So this is only the second episode of year six, and we've already had a new listening country. Hooray! Yay! So I am going to say Stravo to Slovenia. Stravo, Slovenia. Also, based on our end of year five special, Bunty has given some comments. When, you know, when I asked you to predict what games you thought would be the burners, you said walk in the park. And Bunty is too, no, she says that is too fun to be a burner. What are you on about? A walk in the park? Well, it was all right. It wasn't maybe what yep. we were expecting, that's all. It wasn't burner quality, though, was it? I suppose not. God. <laughs> and also, despite us slagging the biscuit game off, she says she always enjoys listening to the biscuit game episode because of Riley not understanding about how to dunk a biscuit. <laughs> so the game was shit but the banter was top was top frag banter what were biscuits in america like scones or cakes or something they're completely different aren't they yeah biscuits are like scones you like have them with gravy right Ooh. and they call like so what we call a biscuit they just call a cookie i think oh so confusing i know right who needs any of it <laughs> but yeah that's literally it so oh i've got something i've just seen which i yeah i saw a game on Kickstarter yeah. called Far Place, the game. Far Place? Far Place, yeah. It's the game of animal rescue and release based <laughs> okay. on and supporting Far Place Animal Rescue, which is a real place. Rehome oh. and release animals by collecting the object or action cards needed to move on the race boards to win the game. It looks very fun. Cool. That um, sounds like a you kind of game. There's 25 days left to go. And How's it doing on its funding? It's trying to reach an aim of 5,000. It's on 1,000 at the moment but it does look very fun okay good <laughs> <laughs> i'll share a link well think yeah fingers crossed for our place the game <laughs> oh there's you know little meeples but they're like little animals instead of people you know the little wooden meeples you get yeah 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 good uh, so there you go lovely thanks for that i expect in future episodes you can keep us updated yeah okay i'll keep an eye out but i will get it if it goes to what happens if it doesn't reach a kickstarter goal does it just not happen yeah just that's it no oh, nothing no. happens i know right oh, that's shame okay it's the... well hopefully it will happen it doesn't look like it will by looking at the numbers but <laughs> why don't you back it why don't you chuck some money their way i might yeah i'll see what the pledge oh you could just do any pledge there you go there you go well yes without further ado i give you teens in space chapter two the fix the flood and the fraxis enjoy are you are sitting you comfortably, comfortably? Then, I'll then i'll begin previously on teens in space you are entering Fraxia Beta Orbit. State your access codes. Less than two days ago, you were commissioned to pick up a mysterious package from the Brink, a less than respectable outpost, and deliver it to one of Fraxus's most feared commanders, Thedar Lasto. Currently, the crate sits in your cargo hold, and you've all quickly realised that sometimes a don't ask attitude is best. The ship breaks through the clouds of Fraxia Beta, preparing to land at the designated coordinates. You are making your way towards Lasto's compound. A large mansion sits on a grassy plateau, yet the military background of its owner is apparent with pairs of Fraxis guards patrolling the ground. Thedar Lasto himself waits by the landing pad with a couple of guards. Thedar Lasto's guards carry the crate from your cargo bay and take it onto the lawn where you see bunting, a gazebo, and tables full of food and drink. It is my daughter Shanae's birthday. I'm glad her present got here in time. She gets to the crate that you guys delivered. She rips it open to reveal a reddish-brown fox-like puppy in a metal cage. The guards carry Mr. Fluffykin's cage towards the mansion. As it passes, the puppy looks right at you. Is it you or does it seem to mouth the words help me before it disappears inside? Fox pups, not natural to Fraxian planets. Fox pups, most likely Animon, sentient animals from the planet Eden. I don't feel so good about that. We just delivered a sentient being. It's an electronically locked cage. Please get me out of here. You don't want to know what Fraxians do to Animon like me. I uh, use my screwdriver to prise it open. So the hinge like comes off and it swings open. Mr. Fluffykins steps out. Now he's not confined by the, the cage. He 
stands on his two hind legs like Merlin. I'm Lisan Redtail. Do you have a way off this planet? You are running across the grass, but bless, you know, Lisan is just, he's tiny, he's a young, he's a little pup. So he keeps like falling behind and he's slowing you down. Guys, we're gonna do a scoop. Let's go. You manage to maneuver the ship perfectly, hovering above where Meredith and Lisan are. I have the one hand on the rope and then I want to try and like wrap my bottom legs and my tail around them. It's it's difficult. You're, you're holding on to the, the rope with one hand. You've got to make a choice. You can only grab one. Is it going to be Lisan or is it going to be Meredith? Oh no. Can I swap them? Could I go down and can I trade them places? We're low enough to the ground that I can like unstrap myself from the harness and then like hook, hook Meredith in and then the two of them can go. You look up as Meredith and Lisan get pulled aboard the ship. Fraxis guards surround you. They cuff you, cuff your arms behind your back and they march you back into the house. Massive gun turrets appear. Yeah. It like comes out the roof of the house and it's, it's taking aim at you. The gun turret literally hits you right in one of your back engines, right in one of the crystal drives. You're going to need to leave, otherwise you're, you're crashing into the sea. The Argonaut blasts off into the sky, leaving Jack Sarian staring up as his friends vanish off into the sunset. Greetings everyone out there, this is Fabian List, the voice of GalaxyNet, bringing you the latest headlines from across the universe. As you know, it's been five years since the tragic destruction of Linda 32B. In honour of those lost and displaced, the special memorial exhibition on Linda 32 is now open. That's all from me, fly safe folks. The Argonaut is currently in orbit around Fraxia Beta after taking a direct hit from Thedar Lasto's cannons. Meredith, you got hit right in the engines. What is the engine room situation and what are you doing to fix it? Right, that would be me, wouldn't it? Um, <laughs> yes, you're the engineer. <laughs> what was the question? Were we hit in the engines? You were hit in the engines. <laughs> well, that's not good. We're in the engines. Oof. Yeah, it's going to smart a bit. I am going to fix it with my engine engineering skills. Gonna need you to be more specific. (laughs) (laughs) I have a spanner and a soldering iron and duct tape and there is nothing I can't handle. Okay, describe what you're going to do then. What, like, what's, what's, what's going on? What needs fixing? What, what are you going to do? Talk us through it. Well, how was it hit? Well, that's what I've asked you. What's the engine room situation? (laughs) Well, the engine room situation is that there's a slight dent in the hull, but otherwise (laughs) everything is peachy. (laughs) Test, test your brains, please. That would be a five. Unfortunately, your initial assessment is quite wrong. There's quite a lot of fire, lots of smoke, (laughs) sirens are ringing, and the whole ship is lurching to one side. Okay, well that's not good because I don't like being dry, so the fire is going to be a problem. Also, lots of various dials and gauges on the side of the engine are all sort of like waving towards the, the red zone. Okay, right, I am going to hit the sprinkler system. What is it like? Are we talking about, you know, like when you smash the fire alarm on the thing? Yeah. Okay, I'm not even going to make you test for that. Or maybe you should roll for accuracy. No. (laughs) Okay, you hit the sprinkler system. And the sprinklers come on. (laughs) That's going to solve the fire situation. Yeah, I mean, that's my main concern. Also, maybe I should check for, like, exposed wires. Okay, test brains again. Maybe I should have done that before flooding the place. That would be in 10. You notice that the timing belt, you notice that the timing belt is torn and it's flapping about and you can't engage the crank case to the inlet manifold which will fire the turbocharger at the crystal of the crystal drives. Also, just because it's funny, the gudgeon pins are rolling around all over the floor like they've popped out. You've got a de-gudgeoned engine. Okay, and a gudgeon pin is something that 
just holds things in place, is it? All the internet says is that it's an important part of an engine. Right, well... So wait, hang on, let me break it down. What was it? Gudgeon, gudgeon pins all over the floor. Can't engage the crank box, or whatever it's called, to fire the turbocharger. And your timing belt is torn. Okay, well, I can fix the belt easily with a pair of tights. Works in all the old films. <laughs> Right. How? What are you doing? Just wrapping the tights around it? Oh yeah, replacing the belt with. Oh, with an actual like a. Yeah. Okay. That's not what it is. Like Let's a hand belt on a car. Yeah. Okay. All right. So you're replacing the timing belt with some tights. Yeah. Good. And that's working perfectly. That means I can now engage the crank box. So whenever you're ready, then then that's like ready to go. Sorted. Yeah. Excellent. <laughs> Good. Okay, we've managed to get the crank box engaged to fire the turbocharger, etc. The gudgeon pins. Oh, the gudgeon. You're sorting the gudgeon pins right now. I mean, now that I fixed that, mm-hmm. I'm just scrabbling around for the gudgeon pins. If there's anything really badly wrong, I'm just going to duct tape it as a temporary solution. Okay. Let's go for grit, please. Oh. Okay. Right. Fine. Grit. Six. Okay, you manage you manage to scoop up a handful of gudgeon pins, but the ship is like rocking too violently, so a lot of the gudgeon pins like roll down, fall down some mesh, just roll out the way. You've lost a, you've lost half your gudgeon pins. Okay, have do those rolls that I just failed? Do they count as adversity tokens? Go for it. How many was that? Like twenty. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on, it was three, was it? Three. Okay, thank you. Okay, right. So we've got we've got a temporary fix on okay. the on the engine. Now it's all down. Gonna, to that. Yes, I'm going to jump to Merlin. Where are you going to go? Bear in mind. So your engine is damaged. I reckon you can make it. Right. Here are your options. Looking at the map, we, we're on, we've just come off Fraxia Beta, right? You could land back on Fraxia Beta. You could make it to Fraxia Tertius. You could get as far as Geo. And thanks to Meredith's fix, you reckon with a bit of luck, you could either get to Forgia, Blacklaw, Colony Eight at a stretch, the Senatorium, Severus, or Eden at a stretch. We don't want to go too far because we should really go back and pick up Jack. Who? <laughs> so I think I might just sort of try and stay in orbit for now to see if we can, because if we're in, if I get to the right height, we can be geostationary and just sort of sit in orbit around so we don't have to go very far. Are we, are we being pursued? Yeah, good point. Is there anyone behind us? Are we Not currently. And we're out of range of being shot at, right? Yeah. Okay. I might just essentially park up while Meredith sorts the ship out. Okay. And then we can come up with a plan, which I'm going to defer to our clever, clever neutron. Well, so oh, that's next. Neutron, what are you doing? Oh, I'm just I'm just pottering about the ship, you know, carrying on with my experiments like nothing's really happened. <laughs> I have what no ex- emotions. I don't. I don't care. What it's experiment like, are you working on currently? Oh well, I I managed to scrape off some skin cells from one of the lovely guards that we interacted with last time. Yes, slightly earlier, and I'm seeing what happens when I expose them to different chemicals, as you do. As you do. I think this needs more. Can you just tell me one like one shocking result? One result of this that you've already noticed? So I found that. Let's call it. Oh no. So. Okay, so the blutanium crystals that power the ship, normally they're like really horribly toxic. I have to handle them really carefully because they're just not good for all the rest of it. But for the Fraxis, they seem to have a beneficial effect on, on the cells. Like it's not, not toxic to the Fraxis for whatever reason. Good. Interesting. And finally, you three on the ship, what have you done with Lisan Redtail? Put him. Is there a them, put them in the... We just gave him Jack's old room, I initiated him as part of the crew. We've had a whole ceremony. (laughs) (laughs) He was straight in that secret compartment eating the whale meat. (laughs) 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 No! Room opposite the greenhouse. Put him up in there, set up a camp bed. Let's put him across the way from the brig, just as like, we've got one, you know. Oh no. That was definitely Neutron's idea. Rescued him. One of the, one of those empty rooms, just his own place to relax. Yes. Also, okay. he doesn't know that we were the ones who delivered him. No, he yeah. doesn't. So we probably want to tell him that before anyone else does at some point. 
Maybe that not was... right now. <laughs> no, maybe not as you're trying to fly us to safety with, you know, guns being fired at us. As you're trying to fix the ship. I'm just going to sort of go over the radio at this point. Like, Meredith, how are we looking? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can you can hear the, the steam as the sprinklers are putting out the fire and like the crackling of, and the clatter of my gudgeon pins rolling around. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, like we're ready when you are. At this key moment, the ship's computer makes an announcement. Listen up, fools! <laughs> you don't have the power to maintain orbit around this planet for much longer. Fools, you crazy fools! I've detected the Fraxian shipyard down below. Chances are they might have parts to steal, fools! Sounds promising. Anyone object? Nope, I trust you. Okay, what are you going to land near yeah. the Fraxian shipyard? Yeah, we've got to steal some stuff, okay. try and buy some stuff, depending on how nice they look. There you go. You land. Where are you going to land? At the shipyard? Near the shipyard? What's what's the plan? We've got a stealthy ship, right? Yeah. We can. I'm sure we can land nearby. I'm thinking nearby, just in case there has been a thing gone out that says we are not to be trusted. Oh, oh, there has. <laughs> Who can look the most innocently injured out of the lot of us? Like, I have charm six, and I'm a lucky treasure hunter. Ooh, and an escape artist. Meredith, what's your charm? My charm is a D4. I too am not charming. We can't charm our way anywhere. Our charmer is currently locked up. If only we had Jack. So I think stealth. Sneaking in and stealing then you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so just outside then. Okay. So you land just beyond the confines of the Fraxian shipyard and you already notice a strong military presence. It's as if Lasto's soldiers are on high alert. You see patrols of guards going round the shipyard and there's lots, There's a, as I said, lots of military presence there. Well, Mommy, what do we need again? You are going to need some new gudgeon pins and probably the tights. You're going to need a new timing belt because the tights are not going to last that long. They're being worn down quicker than that Fraxian call girl's tights. <laughs> and you need a new janitor. <laughs> hey, we have a janitor. Presumably some new tights. And crystals. Did you say crystals or just how much how much we need to steal? No, the crystal's okay. It's just the we need the new timing belt and we need some new gudgeon pins. Okay. Also, I need some new tights, but I don't think this is the place to get them. <laughs> <laughs> Military-issue probably, tights. Probably made of sandpaper or... <laughs> <laughs> really strong and they work really well as a timing belt. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Any Fraxian female soldiers wearing tights, then Ow. assault it is, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we have a charming janitor to charm the pants off her. <laughs> While you are deliberating, you see a couple of the Fraxian guards start to head your way. Uh-oh. I think we've been Very spotted, perhaps. We all... What we doing? We, all get we also have Lisan. Have we told him what's going on? Probably not. Well, I think we should. I can stay and guard him on the ship, or like stay with him, sort of thing. You need the engineer to identify the parts. Yeah. And you can go and like be stealthy. Be stealthy. Because okay. the ship, like, the sh- didn't we choose all the super stealthy options for the ship? Yeah. Like, I, I feel like ship. it's got an invisibility cloak. Maybe I made that up. No, it hasn't. I was looking on the ship sheet. You haven't got the cloaking device. Oh. Yeah. But what was? I'm sure I we. Think it, it might have been between the, the escape pod and the... No, oh. not... But it was when we first did the ship design, not when we did improvements. No, but wasn't it... Didn't you get to choose scanners? Let me check the book, because I'm sure there was a... Yeah, there was a choice. Because if not, I might just move the ship. Your first concern is like, is anyone going to touch my ship? Park it round the corner so they can't see us. Well, exactly, yeah. I was Touching thinking... the ship has already happened. I can't do it. It got fired at and somebody put tights in it. Hey, I was trying to help, okay? <laughs> I didn't is this about that jam. We're not talking about the jam. Yeah, so we had the choice for enhanced scanners, cloaking device, or escape pods. We've got escape pods and scanners, but we didn't go for the cloaking device. Oh, have they obviously seen us then? They are coming your way. They've seen a ship land, yes, but they have not yet discovered that it is the same ship that wrecked Shanae Lasto's birthday party. (laughs) Can we very quickly put on some disguises and just like paint stuff on the ship so it doesn't look quite look like our ship. <laughs> 
Well, okay, first of all, let's go for part one of that. What are you going to disguise yourself as? I mean, I can't hide what I am, but maybe, you know, just a nice hat. Do you have a nice hat? I don't know. False beard and stuff. I'm going to put on a false beard. But your face is literally covered in fur. <laughs> With a beard. No one will expect that. Okay, right. you've got a nice hat and a false beard. Neutron, are you disguising yourself? Sure. Yeah, don't know. I'm just going to misunderstand what's going on. I'm just paint myself a strange colour. It's like a very deep purple or something. Excellent. And Meredith, what are you disguising yourself as? Someone with no tights. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't decided. I'm going through my dressing up box and I'm torn between so many. Okay, so you've got like option paralysis. Yeah. Okay. And the second point to your plan, so you're hurriedly going to paint the ship. (laughs) Yeah. As as what? Like it's not a stealthy ship. Yeah. Well, doesn't like just put some stripes or something on it so that it wouldn't match whatever description they've been given of our ship. Okay. I'm going to leave Meredith out of this because she's still in her dressing up box. <laughs> but can you two roll a flight check, please? Question. Am I on the ship still? No, you're outside of it trying to paint. Unless you're painting stripes on the inside, which I would no, suggest weird isn't going to be the most sensible. Oh, dear. I'm going to be lucky because that was a three a Vernon adversity token to do that again. Ten. Seven. Okay. You manage tell you what let's go right like a quarter of the facing side you managed to paint what are you painting on it i think i found some red paint just somewhere in the hold no idea where we've got it so i've just literally just daubed some big like go faster stripes on it okay the two fraxis guards approach you just while you are in the middle of painting go faster stripes on the side of your (laughs) ship what are you doing here we need some parts for our ship it's broken down And you decided to paint stripes on it first before fixing it. No, so that the paint work also sort of came off a bit and that was bothering me. One of my crewmates is just in the loo, so while we're waiting for her, I thought I'd just touch up the paintwork. The paintwork came off. Yeah, it was an interesting breakdown. There was a lot of smoke, like something exploded. I don't know, I'm the pilot. Something exploded and then like oil or some shit just went down the side and ruined the paintwork. So I've cleaned it off and now I've got to touch up the paintwork. While he's listening, the, like a tiny little beeping and the Fraxis guard like puts his fingers to his ear and like listens for a second and then he goes an alert has just come out to be on the lookout for a ship crewed by an anemon otter a monoton and an abyssian and he's like squinting at you trying to like (laughs) look through your disguises We'll keep an eye out. I mean, I mean, I'm a weasel, not an otter, so. What is the difference? Very different. An otter is an aquatic animal. A weasel is forest-based. I'm more built for climbing trees than swimming. Just gonna All of you animals look the same to me. That's racist. And you? What species are you? I've never seen anyone that shade before. I'm an Esperon. Very wise. Read my mind. What am I thinking? We're really strange. Oh my God! You really are an Esperon. <laughs> At this moment, a huge blast of white light comes from over the horizon. Seconds later, the ground shakes. Everyone stumbles. The car alarm on the Argonaut goes off. (laughs) And all, (laughs) all, like, alarms start sounding. You all look... What do they sound like? (laughs) (laughs) As you watch... A small Fraxis fighter blasts up from the horizon and starts coming towards you super, super quick. Huh, I wonder what they're up to. Looks like they've found your intruders. Yeah. I have not heard anything on the communication device. All I hear is static. The fighter gets closer and closer. It's hovering, you know, it's hovering with intent. Huh, maybe they need parts. The fighter lands. The door opens and out steps Mr. Jack Sarian. <gasps> look like a Praxis person. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, I look at the guard. They said they needed you back there, so here's the ship. I drove it out here for you. There you go. Enjoy, enjoy. Go back to your people. Why did they not just contact me on the radio? They said that there was something happening. They were getting static on their end. Test your charm. My charm. Oh, 
Okay. You mean the thing that I'm best at? Yes. Come on. Because I got a four, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'll spend an adversity token. Four again. <laughs> oh I believe him. I think you should go. What? An emergency? <laughs> it sounds important. Silence. Oh. Stoked. And then he... No. <laughs> <laughs> He draws his gun. A Fraxis commander would never let Saurian. You're not even a Saurian. That's not even a thing in this world. A Fraxian commander would never let a reptilian fly one of their ships. And he aims his rifle at you. I dart back into the fighter jet and close the door behind me. Test your flight to see whether you actually do that or whether you slip on the steps and crash into the door. <laughs> a seven. Four again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you stumble a little bit and he gets off a few shots but they ping off the the steps sweet was i able to shut the door you were able to shut the door the guard turns back to merlin and neutron you were speaking like you know that dinosaur never seen him before but he looks like one of the people you're supposed to be chasing i'm gonna elbow you the alert was only for otter a monoton and an abyssian yeah that's not what abyssians look like oh is it not all right then yeah chase him anyway i want to pilot the ship so that it's like i'm aiming the gun at him okay go for it so are you taking off or you just like change, like fixing the guns? Yeah, just fixing the guns. I guess are there like turrets or something that can like, you know, like aim yeah, at it? Him? It has like a nose-mounted swivel cannon. Okay, can I point those towards him? You can point those at him. I was just sort of talking to the guard and be like, looks like you guys clearly have something going on with this guy. Should we go? No, stay where you are. This is far too suspicious. I don't want to get blown up. <laughs> I don't want to have like to explain you. to my boss how I let a meerkat get the better of me. You guys are so racist. I'm going to complain to your supervisor. What's his name? The mighty commander, Cedar Lasto. Cool, yep. What's his telemessage address, please? Cedar Lasto at FraxisRocks.com. <laughs> Thank you. You keep an eye <laughs> for my complaint, young man. Is there an intercom I can use? There is an intercom you can use. Like a loudspeaker, right? Yep. So I'm going to come on there and say, you shot first, so I'm going to give you an option here. You can die or you can put your gun down and live. I'm guessing as a Fraxian, you'll be dumb and be like, I die with honor, blah, blah, blah. I die with honor, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and he okay. starts just unloading the gun at the, like, the windows of the ship. <laughs> Okay, I fire back. What's your flight, Jack? It's a, it's a D6. Oh, I know. Flight is a D10. Okay, go for it. I am also going to test my little guard's flight to see whether he dodges out the way. Ooh, I got a nine. I got a two. You literally obliterate him with the cannons. He just sort of goes, and all you hear is like, oh, no. And then he like just dissolves into mist. There you go. Oh, shit, there was two of them, wasn't there? The other one just runs away. He runs back to the base. Interesting. And over the loudspeaker, I go, should I kill him too? I'm getting a double thumbs up and a no. I'm doing that. It's up to you, your choice. He's getting further and further away. It's going to be harder and harder to hit him. I, like, line up the shot and then go, I had the shot. And then (laughs) open the door and come out. (laughs) At this moment, Meredith finally emerges from the Argonaut, disguised as... A Shakespearean bard with a big feather in my floppy hat. Presumably the rough is over your gill tank. <laughs> yes. I, I had a bit of problem because famously they wear tights and I was down for my last pair. <laughs> I was <laughs> I think I made the right choice though. Nice. <laughs> Can I roll brains to see if I recognize everybody? <laughs> You can now. (laughs) Oh, a seven. I mean, I think you would definitely recognize just that Neutron is purple. (laughs) Yeah, you can can make them out. Maybe not at first, but as soon as you hear them speak, you're like, oh, no, yeah, okay, I do know these people. (laughs) Like, this is a different ship. Hey, can you help me? Wait a minute. That's the same ship with crappy paint on there. Don't diss my paint. What happened to my crew? Oh, Merlin? Hi. Hey. Did you oh replace God, me already? What? No, that's... Who is that? Looking at Meredith, I'm like, what? <laughs> a Shakespearean janitor? Come on. They have way <laughs> lower standards for cleanliness. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. So the guard, as the guard disappears by the shipyard, you suddenly hear, you know, lots of warning alarms sounding. He's obviously gone and raised the alarm, this little guard that you failed to shoot. Oops. But what was that Oops. bright light before? Huh? What was the bright light before? Well, I was just going to say, also, like, from behind, 
behind in the distance, you see like plumes of smoke starting to rise roughly from where Thedar Lasto's compound was or is. Jack, how did you escape? We were going to come and rescue you. Uh, yeah, I, you know me. You saw how I handled that guy. I can talk my way out of anything. <laughs> Negotiated with them. I told them that I was a diplomat and that they needed to give me a fighter ship, that I could negotiate a treaty with the reptilians, you know, just really talking out of my ass there and just got got out of there. They gave me a ship, fly back. Yeah, I believe it. Yay! It's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do you reckon the parts we need could be on that ship? Could we just take them from that ship and then they can't chase them? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Is are the parts on that ship? Does anyone know? You can have a look if you can want. I have, can I have a look? <laughs> you can have a look. How big is this fighter? Jeff? It's just like a like a two seater sort of small jobby. Okay, like small enough that we could like wheel it into our hold. Ooh. Ooh. Yes. Yes. I mean, it's just silly to leave a whole cool fighter jet there. Good point. Okay, how are you going to... How's this going to work? <laughs> <laughs> well, we know that we have a trapdoor and some mad rope skills. Maybe <laughs> we have True. a dolly or a trolley or something, so we've got a cargo bay. Okay, so you are going to try and wheel... Could Jack not just fly it into the hold? Well... We, may, maybe we have the pilot fly. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's up to you. I, th- I think it's t- probably too big for a trolley. Are the <laughs> you come out with one of those shitty little luggage trolleys, and the, the fighter just crushes it. <laughs> is the landing gear like wheels, or is it more of you know like a leg? I would have said legs because okay. it's a space. It's a spaceship. Yeah, it doesn't mm. really need to like okay. do the runway thing. No. Well, yeah. while you're doing that, I'll nip off to the nearest other spaceship and like have a rummage. <laughs> And then if I can find what we need, then we can keep the fighter jet intact. Ooh, good plan. For later use or sale. Okay. Okay, so what? Three of you are going to work on getting the fighter into the hold <laughs> of the Arknaut, and Meredith, dressed as a Shakespearean bard, is going to go to the shipyard. <laughs> it's almost like you don't trust me. <laughs> might need help to carry stuff oh yeah someone menial task yeah i can carry okay i just just got you a a cool ship to experiment with (laughs) a guy did just go that way maybe we could put the ship like the fighter's jet fighter ship into the hangar and then get the parts that we need out of that to repair the ship and then we can repair the fighter ship later. Also a good point. I am a little worried about going back to that hangar because I, you know, I had the shot, everybody, okay? I was being nice, (laughs) killed one guy. But you don't want to show off by killing two. Exactly. But yeah, there is an alarm. You said there were alarms going off, right? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, whilst you are debating the, you know, you can see activity starting to happen in the shipyard. More guys are running like fighter fighter thingies like the one that Jack has got are starting to be fueled up etc okay, okay well you fly that thing in okay yeah I'll go then. fly it in I've always wanted to fly one of these okay First of all, can you test? I mean, obviously, you are an ace pilot. I'm going to say brains, but you get a plus two. Just because the Fraxis systems might be a bit different to those of the Argonaut. Ten. Oh, that explodes. Eighteen. Plus two, twenty. I, I mean, perfect. Yes, there you go. I'm just going to reverse it in so the guns are pointing out the front. Oh, nice. Okay. No problem with recognising the systems, but it is going to be a grit check to see. It turns out that it's quite, uh, you know, like flying a ship into the cargo hold is still quite a bit of a mish. Can I be there doing that, you know, when they have the little glowy sticks? Yeah. Like, this way. I thought that was my whole flight check. I was getting excited then. <laughs> no, I'll that see was what just... my grit is before I decided to go in backwards then. Yes. Oh, that's going to be me being lucky again. You've run Meredith over. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> right, one more. I've got one of us to take a look. Shit. So the so, ship is now lodged inside the side of yeah, our ship. Yeah, it's wedged sideways. Tried to turn around and then it's sort of sideways stuck in the door. <laughs> The fighter jet is, what, wedged in the door of the cargo hold. (laughs) Perfect. You do realise you're not going to be able to break atmosphere now without sealing that somehow. We're going to have to break this fighter ship then. Meredith, how much duct tape do you have? If you want, okay, you're going to have to snap one of the wing, like you're going to have to like 
cut one of the wings off for it to fit, I think. That's going to be brawn, isn't it? Depends how you want to do it. I mean, just looking at my I map of the ship. I a screwdriver. I can definitely <laughs> dismantle it. I can take off. Have you got a laser? Or like a big cutting device? I propose we we can use the other wing as like a lever. So we'll all pull down on it and that will easily snap it off, I'm sure. I've done, I've done well, that. Whilst, whilst you're deciding what to do, Jack, can you roll a d6, please? Oh, no. A five. No. Five Fraxis fighters launch oh, up into no. the air from above the shipyard. I was so excited to roll high. <laughs> <laughs> no. They will be there in approximately, th- and by approximately, I mean I'm setting a timer on my phone, so I mean exactly 30 seconds, starting now. Okay, I reckon, yeah, if we all, if if all four of us, like, hang off the, the wing on the other side, then we'll, like, have enough leave to, to snap the wing on the other side off. Okay, we'll we're jumping. We'll, we'll, okay, we let's go. do it. We can all go. Okay, I'm, I'm pausing the time. Brawn, I guess. But I tell you what, I'm going to set... How many? Are all four of you doing it? Yeah. 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 Okay, I am going to set an arbitrary number that you need to beat. All test your brawn and you can add them all together, please. It's much like a badass move, Riley. Yeah. Oh, I got a natural one. So that's two Ooh. natural ones. <laughs> and I got a two. <laughs> and another two. <laughs> The, the pressure just doesn't move. It doesn't um, register that any matter has interacted with it. It doesn't. It doesn't move. And also because of the levering effect, the floor panel that you're standing on just buckles. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm starting the time again. Laser cutter. Have you got okay. a laser cutter? Maybe we can even just, can we seal the cargo and just get in and like fly with it open? Okay, pausing. Looking at the map, if you sealed the door, the, the two doors, remember, look, there's the two doors that lead through the ship. So the one going to the brig and the greenhouse, etc., and the one going to thruster control and stuff. If you sealed those and did the airtight lock things on those. Yeah, because we don't want Mr. Fluffy can listen to like we <laughs> definitely need to seal that <laughs> Yeah, so I think we could. I think we could, like, run in, seal everything, like, seal all the doors, so then we have access to, like, the bridge, but, like, everything else is essentially locked down, right? Okay. Is that is that a plan? Is that what you're going to do? Or we could grab the bucket of paint and just throw it at the fighter fighter. <laughs> and we also have guns on our ship, right? That's <laughs> true. We don't even have to break atmosphere. True. Okay. I was thinking we were in a Roadrunner cartoon, and you were thinking we were in like a cool <laughs> first of all <laughs> right I see Meredith yeah. what's your brawn dice what's your brawn dice <laughs> 10 if you roll a natural 10 I will <laughs> let you throw the paint at the windscreen of one of the fighters <laughs> I, I got a zero. Is that oh, ten? That's the ten. Is that the ten? <laughs> oh my god! You, I mean, that is jammy. You bez the bucket of paint. It hits the lead fighter's windscreen, splashes red paint all over, and in true like movie fashion, suddenly the pilot can't see and just <laughs> smashes into the nearest like canyon wall and explodes in a ball of fire. Where did that canyon come from? <laughs> You now have four Fraxis fighters left. They are on you. So what are you doing? Are you sealing the thing? What are you What are you doing? Yeah, if we get in, seal it and shields, and then we can use the guns and you yeah. can take off if we need to. Yeah, if we, we just need to get airborne. We don't necessarily need to leave the atmosphere right this minute. Nope, true. Can you each test your flight to see if you get inside before the fighters start opening fire? That will be four, two, five. Wow. Are we all trying to get in at once through a really small gap? You all would like climb under the (laughs) wings of the fighter. Unfortunately, right, hang on. You guys are doing spectacularly. We're going to die on episode two, aren't we? (laughs) Right, hang on. This is so much more dangerous than bikes and brooms. It is. There's a whole like injury system. Right. Okay. Remind me. Right. Okay. Sadly, all of you are in the bracket of the attacker's role is greater <laughs> by nine to twelve. So unfortunately, you all just a strafing like <laughs> cuts across you. All of you are badly hurt, and there will be serious narrative consequences. <laughs> 
Now, serious injury or damage that requires immediate care, unless there is the option for you each to sacrifice one of your improvements to avoid the damage. So I will let each of you, I will come, Jack, are you sacrificing an improvement or are you taking the hit? I'll sacrifice scanner. Okay, cross it off then, please. Merlin, what are you doing? I'm gonna sacrifice intuitive. Cross it off. Neutron? No, I'm gonna take the hit. You're gonna take the hit. The only medic is taking the hit. (laughs) Don't worry, I've got duct tape. Neutron didn't even learn. Like a big bloody sort of and Neutron just collapses. Luckily, it does blast him under the wing of the fighter jet. So he's now in the hold. He's just lying on the floor in like a bloody mess. That's handy because your makeshift med bay is in the hold. (laughs) (laughs) Meredith, what are you doing? I'm taking the hit. I'm not letting go of my lovely improvements. (laughs) Same to you. That's it. Bang. Bloody mess. You're down. You're you're in the hold. Unconscious. Shot to shit. Oh, do I have to be unconscious? Or can I be like looking out at the light? Like, what (laughs) From from yonder window breaks. (laughs) Forsooth, I am hit. (laughs) Kills me, mother. (laughs) Yes. Okay. So Meredith and Neutron are down in the hold. Merlin and Jack, you have like one last action before another volley of shots rains your way. Try and get inside again, I guess. Yeah, yeah, same. Cool. Okay, well, now, now that you're there, now that you're there, I'm going to let you just climb under. I think because there was just a mad rush, you can <laughs> successfully climb under the wing. You are now on the ship. I'm going to run to yeah. the bridge then. You seal it. I'll hit the bridge. I can't seal it because they're okay. here. <laughs> and I'll go start the engine. Yeah. You shout, when, you shout when it's sealed and say, and I'll get the engine running. I love that Lisan is just sat in his room with a book. <laughs> like. <laughs> you know, you've given him just like a box of cookies and he's sat with his headphones on just like. <laughs> with the game, but like, no idea what's going on. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, what's the thing? Oh, You're I, running to the bridge. Yeah, and I'm going to try and pull my two shipmates into the cargo bay further. Or maybe even take them into like the closest room that I can. Wait, didn't you say there's a makeshift med bay in the cargo? Or in the... But it's not sealed off. It depends. You don't have to... If you're not going to go... If you're going to stay in the atmosphere, you don't need to seal it off. It's only if you're oh. going to space that it's going to be need okay. to be sealed. Right? Are they close enough? Can I get them like far enough away from the edge that they're not going to like roll over while she's doing ev- evasive maneuvers? Because we can't shut that door. That's true. Right. First of all, test your brains to see if you can find a spot. Okay. Cool, that's a one. A one? Yeah, that's a, it's called a one. A one. No, in, in the heat of the moment, you can't spot anywhere that you can put them. I just thought, are the sprinkler system still going? There's just water gushing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Water, are you, okay, no, right. Water is seeping through from the crystal drive engines. And I tell a lie, Jack, the only way, the only place you can spot is, remember when this used to be a whale meat servery? There's like meat hooks hanging from the (laughs) ceiling of the cargo bay. Are there ropes? There can be ropes, yes. Okay, then I'm going to tie it around their, like, you know, waist, almost captive style. So, like, they might wake up and they're hostages or something. But, yeah, tie it around them and then, like, you know, sling that over the meat hooks and then hoist them up and tie it down. That way I don't just stab them into it. (laughs) Ron is my worst thing! That's a one. You you don't manage to lift them high enough. So you've tied the rope around their waist, but they're just still lying on the floor. Can I tie the um, rope to something no, else in the in the cargo? I'm gonna say the second volley of shots from the fighter from the fighter thingies are going to hit Merlin. Are you in the bridge? Yeah. Okay. Presumably you are able to operate the shields then. Yeah, that's the plan. Okay, you have a D8 for shields, and they are firing a salvo at you with a strength of seven. Likely six. Six. Oh, hang on, oh. I've got two adversity tokens. I can spend them to add one, right? One per adversity token? Yes. Then I'm going to push it up to eight. Perfect. All my tokens gone. You deflect the shields, deflect the salvo of lasers, bullets, space 
fire. <laughs> okay, so you've just deflected another volley of lasers. You've still got four fighters sort of strafing you. Merlin, you're in the cockpit. You're on the bridge. What are we doing? Obviously, we're going to fly away. Direction okay. of not the compound what we ran away from in the first place and not towards the fighters. Are you saying that out loud? <laughs> the ship's computer's like, plotting course, fools. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm, I'm letting the audience know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to do it manually. Okay. I'm that kind of maverick. I'm a leaf on the wind. <laughs> Perfect. We are... Is that going to use the thrusters? Probably. Probably. Okay, I'll tell you what. Do a flight check. But whatever your flight dice is, you've got D4 thrusters. So roll the thruster dice as well and add them together. What's your flight dice? A D20. A D20. Go. Oh, 11 plus 2, 13. Excellent. That's, I only rolled a 4 for the engines of the attacking fighters. So the Argonaut, sort of in a final burst, blasts in the direction of not the compound and not the fighters over, over the nearest mountains, leaving the fighter jets for dust. However, at that moment, a little light comes on. Engine, the, you've, you've exhausted your heat meter on the engine so you're going to have to power down before you can use your thrusters your shields anything that needs anything that's red on the sheet so yeah at the minute thrusters and shields are down because we need to fix the ship anyway. So I'm just going to aim for somewhere that looks kind of hidden. Maybe if we're in mountains, a canyon or a convenient cave. Okay, test your... Do you have the escape artist? You do. So you're going to get I a do. plus three. Let's go brains. Plus, but a brains plus three because you're finding a hiding spot. 12. Okay. You find you find a sort of reasonably partially covered place. Describe where you're going to land. So we flew off towards the mountain, so I've flown kind of as close as I can between two. It's a bit woody. It's a bit overgrown. There's probably not many people come here. The Fraxians aren't super into nature and their country walks. So. Which I imagine they do often. Yeah. So sort of I've gone for sort of underside of a cliff so that's sort of been eroded away a little bit with lots of trees since I'm only allowed partial cover. Cool. You have successfully landed, you're powering down, giving the engine a chance to recover. I mean, it's still fucked anyway. The gudgeon pins are literally all over the place. Yeah, got this gudgeon pins. <laughs> you won't be able to use the thrusters or the shields for the rest of this episode. <laughs> Jack Sarian, what are you doing? I have my two friends tied up and I am trying to drag them to the med bay. Okay, bear in mind, remember the med bay is literally just a little corner of the cargo bay. So that's that's quite wet as well now already. That's fine. Okay. On the One upside, of them likes water, well, right? Already in there. Like you did really well. Oh yeah, I'm just <laughs> trying to drag you directly to the corner, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Is tying up a water what what are what are you again, Meredith? What are you are you just like uh, made up of water? Uh, no, I I am a water based I yeah, like I live in water and I have a little water breathing apparatus. I'm gonna say a bit like a mermaid, but without a tail. Okay. So nothing like a mermaid. <laughs> in water. A mermaid without a tail, so a person. Yeah. <laughs> person with gills. Okay, then I am able to, yeah, like I was just dragging you over there. Perfect. I'm not going to make you test your brawn. It's because the extra lubrication of the water on the floor makes it an easier job to pull them. Great. <laughs> yeah, then I'm going through the med stuff, the medical stuff, trying to find things, but that's not really my expertise, you know? Do you want to... Neutron is usually doing that. Do you want to risk anything? I mean, so they've been shot by lasers. I think they both got shot in the back, didn't they? So laser wounds and burns all across their backs. I'm going to look for an ointment. Test your brains, please. All right, all right. Seven. Ooh, you find two bottles that could potentially be ointment. However, Neutron, I know you're unconscious, but describe mm. your medication labelling system. Highly specific, but heavy on the technical detail. <laughs> Probably indecipherable to a layperson. What? Okay. <laughs> I'd take offense if I knew what that meant. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. We've got two bottles. Just for sake of argument, we'll call them left and right. If you can, right, so Neutron's labeling system is very, very 
complicated, lots of tiny, minute, shorthand, scrawl, technical details, etc. You have a brain's dice of a D8. If you can roll an 8 exactly, you will automatically pick the right bottle that contains some useful ointment. Otherwise, you will have to choose. Okay. Can I interrupt? Can I... Oh, you're unconscious. I have motivator. Oh. Oh, which would be like... Because you can do that in the path, like, retroactively, Yeah, it's like you remembering a pep talk I gave you. Oh, boy. I think the rules are, though, that you have to give the pep talk, isn't it? Yes. (laughs) Okay, what does that do? I might have written it down wrong. It says adversity token to help crewmate when I'm not present, plus two adversity token as they remember a a pep talk. Okay. So tell you what, so if Riley rolls a six or a seven, then he can remember a pep talk to succeed. If he rolls an eight, he'll automatically succeed. If he rolls lower than a six, he's going to remember you giving him advice on how to bake cookies or something, you know, like... (laughs) Pick up these shells. I don't like them. (laughs) Okay, so roll first, and then and then Meredith may or may not give me a pep talk. Yes. Okay. An eight. Hey. Nice. Does she even need to spend her token? No. No. Suddenly, Jack, you remember your crewmate Meredith's wise words. Now, Jack, the most important thing to remember is that these bottles here are the ones. And you instinctively reach. Are you going for the left or the right? Left. Would you believe that is the correct ointment? Describe how are you treating these poor injured folks? I've got scaly hands, so I'm looking for like some sort of glove that I can put on. Latex glove. I don't like my skin, my scaly skin getting too moisturized by any sort of lotion. Neutron, do you ha- uh, latex gloves a thing that you have in your area? Yeah, yeah, there would be gloves for examinations about. Okay, brains then, please, Jack. Another eight. Hey. Oh, so that explodes, right? It does. Do you explode it or? You can explode it just to see how blatantly obvious the gloves are. A two, so ten. Total. Okay, the gloves are on the desk right in front of you. Score. Great. Yeah, I put them on. I imagine you know different species, different hands, so it's not like a perfect fit, but it'll get the job. Job done. Perfect. Is that fair? That's fair. Okay. Yeah. And then I put the ointment on and I am like for Neutron, fairly simple. I'm just moving clothes and rubbing it on there. For Meredith, where she has her apparatus, I am very confused. I mean, she got shots. So I assume that there's a hole in there, right? Uh-huh. So some of that has probably leaked out and I'm just putting it in through the hole and rubbing it in those spaces, in those places. I don't know, you know, like, but I'm also trying to put a little bit of water into the hole, but not over like where I'm putting the lotion to wash it away, but just to keep water in there. Perfect. Unfortunately, at that moment, last, last episode, a pressure gauge was filled. Remember how we said that Meredith likes tinkering with everything. At this moment, a key bit of Neutron's medical equipment just, like, explodes at you. And Jack, you suffer a trauma unless you want to sacrifice a improvement. No, I'm going to take that permanent trauma. (laughs) (laughs) I already sacrificed an improvement earlier this episode. Okay, Neutron, name me a bit of equipment. Let's go for the x-ray machine. The x-ray machine... explodes, blasting you with a concentrated beam of X-radiation. Beam. You're confusing rays with beams. <laughs> Me minus. <laughs> Moo slash Pat. How, how am I doing? What? what? <laughs> yeah, I mean, as if the physical trauma would, would then be something... You could get a radiation burn. Yeah, radiation burn. A radiation burn. Oh, horrible mutation. Excellent. I tell you what. <laughs> Love it if he's like, oh, I've got this horrible mutation. Mutation and everyone's like, yeah, we know. And he's like, no, I'm just a lizard person. So <laughs> have this. You racist bastard. Yeah. <laughs> Jack, can you roll a d4? I'm just doing a little quick table to see which side of you the radio, I almost called it the microwave, the x-ray machine was on. Which side of you gets burned? I rolled a one. That is your front. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> <laughs> so literally you've applied the life-saving ointment to your two friends and then the <laughs> x-ray machine explodes and horrendously burns your front you are down you are down 
right, Merlin, it's just going to be you for for a couple of actions while the other two wake up. But the fighters, you can hear the fighters overhead. They're making a pass. They're going to make a pass and see if they spot you. If you can remain undetected for three passes, they will give up in typical inept guard style and be like, oh, I guess we lost them. (laughs) They spotted you straight away. (laughs) (laughs) Is there just like black smoke billowing up? They're like, did you see that massive blast of (laughs) x-rays? Yes. So the fighters are approaching Merlin Main. Your engine is powered down. Your three crewmates <laughs> absolutely out for the count. What can are I you still, going to Can I still use the gun turrets? The manned gun turrets do not require engine power. Yes, you can. Yes, I'm going to the gun turrets. Excellent. Okay, there you go. It's You've got four targets on your radar. I reckon you'll have time to get two shots off before they get a chance they get close enough to attack okay and it's a we've got a d6 one right we do have a d6 for the manned gun turrets so i'm just rolling the d6 i don't roll anything else no it was oh let's go for not really i suppose it would be fight should we do fight cool that's good i get this one well my d6 is going to explode Mm. and then i've got seven on the other one yeah 15 Boom, first shot, direct hit, the fighter explodes in a plume of smoke. You've got time for one more shot and three more targets. Can I try and line it up? Are they close enough to get more than one? Ooh, test your grit. Oh, is that instead of fight or just a general grit? This is to see whether you can like wait for the right moment or whether you explode too soon. Do you know what? I'm going to say, yeah, you can line up a shot. They only got a five for their shield, so I think they're going to die. Yeah, because I have rolled nine. There you go. Two more down. You've got one fighter left, but it's coming in for a shooting run and you can't use your shields. Okay. So we're going to go four. They're just going to hit you, but we'll see what level of damage they do. A two. Superficial damage. Describe the superficial pointless damage. They scratched my nice new paintwork, what I did a really good job of. Absolutely. The new paint job is ruined. My red stripes just got... (laughs) He's circling around for another pass. Guess I'm going to fire again. Oh, boom. 21. Yep, boom. Dead. Obliterated. In sorry, this no, moment, sorry. In this moment of calm, <laughs> Meredith and Neutron regain consciousness <laughs> thanks to the healing efforts of Mr. Jack Sarian. Oh, anti-ballistic ointment. Good choice. <laughs> this Jack's just sort of lying. They go, ow. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> Jack? Are you alive? Have you been playing with the x-ray machine again? No, I fixed the x-ray machine. (laughs) I don't think it was ever broken. Well, you should have seen it in all the pieces. Well, like it is now. Yeah, the the metal bits are more bendy than they used to be. If I roll Jack over, can you medicate him in some way? Uh, yes, I suppose so. Let's have a look. Oh, yeah. Severe x-ray burns to his front. I think I, I have was going to say that, that as well. Yeah. Oh, in fact, the other bottle's just here. Excellent. <laughs> So just tell me, what would have happened if he'd put the x-ray burn healing ointment on the on the bullet wounds? Well, you don't want to be putting burn ointment on a, on a ballistic wound. It's a recipe for disaster. You'll bleed out in seconds. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> I have no doubt that you'll be able to heal Jack, but Neutron, can you just test your brains to see how long it's going to take? Sure. Eight. Two, two actions. So you can start your healing process and Jack, you'll wake up in sort of two actions time. Okay, your two main pressing issues to get the ship up and running. You need to <laughs> unwedge a Fraxis fighter out of your cargo door and you need to turn the sprinkler systems off and get the water out of the ship. Jack, you're, you're healing. You'll be up and about in a bit. The other three, what are you going to do? Are we sure that we're not being attacked? Because Merlin will know that, but we necessarily won't necessarily. I'm going to toddle down at this point because I've blown some stuff out and I have no idea what's going on down in the cargo bay. I've just assumed everything was fine. <laughs> I'm going, what the hell? That last hit from that one thing. <laughs> 
really took Jack out. What exploded? What didn't? <laughs> <laughs> well, first off, kudos to Merlin. I feel like single-handedly took out five Fraxis patrol guards. Cute. I mean, at some point I will make you a medal. Yay! But it'll likely be made out of something crucial that will mess us up later. <laughs> I'll just use some of this old X-ray machine. No one will need it now. <laughs> this medal looks specifically no. like the flight controls. <laughs> Where's my steering wheel? You're like flying. <laughs> but I'm competent, guys. I'm an engineer. Okay. M- M- Meredith, you, can you turn the water off? You, like, yes, there's got to be a and sort it out. <laughs> yeah, easy. There's got to be like a stop cock or something, right? Yeah. To the space toilet. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right, Meredith, you're in charge of turning the water off, and Merlin and Neutron, are you going to be in charge of unclogging the door? I assume I'm still massaging Jack's front. I suppose. Sorry, I was about to ask what the process, what the healing process was. Yeah, it's important to get a good infusion of the ointment into the the burns, especially on species with a a more tougher exterior. Oh, I bet you've got lots of like ridges. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Right, I mean, like I'm kind of scaly-esque. So it's like an x-ray burn. Would that go and like kind of penetrate through my shell and burn underneath? Lots of nooks and crannies in there. I don't know how an x-ray burn would work. It would kind of depend how intense it is. I think probably because you're scaly, maybe not as deep as if you had squishy skin like the rest of us. Yeah, I think you probably fed quite well. Yeah. Because you're scaly. Okay, so are you, you're just massaging oil into Jack. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Oh no, I've already got the perfect song that I'm going to edit into the background. (laughs) (laughs) Merlin, it's up to you then. You've got a fighter wedged right in your door hole. Okay, I feel like because we've got cargo stuff that... Did we get a power loader? You've got a mining craft. Um, you have a mine thing. I want to, yeah, use some kind of equipment to maybe attach some stuff to it and... Actually, it might be easier to push out rather than pull it out. So I might use the mining craft to kind of try and push it back out the door. Okay, that sounds like it's going to be a grit. Oh, does it? A grit sure. It's better than brawn, I suppose. That would be a two. Ooh. Fill up an adversity token there. The fighter is considerably heavier than your mining craft. Even if I push it really hard? Even if you push it really, really hard. Can Neutron use some of his oils to lick it up? Then it'll just slide right out. Oh, that's true. But WD-40. Yeah. Have we got WD-40? I mean, I'm I'm waiting, but you can shout through and I'll be like, yes, it's on the shelf. Thanks. <laughs> Gonna use all of it. <laughs> Some more of Meredith's tinkering. The shelf just falls down <laughs> off the wall. <laughs> I wish I'd never said that now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you have some WD-40 or space equivalent. WD-4000. Yeah. Oh, yes. uh, yeah. SWD-4000. <laughs> so that's obviously going over where the fighter is in contact with the ship. So I guess underneath where the wings are stuck. I'm giving it a really, really good spray so I can try again. <laughs> Excellent. It's grit again, but I'll give you a plus two. Nine. Hey. Would you believe it pops right out? <laughs> You can now close the door to the Argonauts. Hooray! Yay. Once your engine is sorted, you are now airtight once more and can leave the atmosphere. Meredith, how's the water stopping looking? Yeah, I've just turned it right off. It's looking fine. Just like that. Where was the... There's a where... at the back of the ship and you just, just turn it. Okay, I'm just going to let you have that one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. And then once, once you know, the water has stopped flooding, you fix what needs to be fixed and turn it back on again. Perfect. Basically, <laughs> a plumber in another life. At this moment, Jack regains consciousness. What position are you in? What position is Neutron in when you open your? <laughs> what greets you when you open your eyes? I imagine at first, right, like my eyes are fluttering open and I feel massaging on me and I'm like, oh, Daniel. And then I open my eyes and I'm like, oh, Neutron. Yeah, so when you work it into the scales, I had to like climb up on. <laughs> yeah, I see a blurry figure above me as I open my eyes and then it's like a shock as it comes into clarification. Is Neutron still painted purple? <laughs> 
I can't remember when that happened. Oh yeah, of course. <laughs> I'd, I'd completely forgotten about all the fancy dress. <laughs> That's true. Is Meredith still got like her rough and her Shakespearean? Oh yeah, I guess it'd be a little bit limp now. Like, <laughs> no one likes a limp rough. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to have to be thoroughly dried. Okay, I, th- I, th- I think that's it. I think you're ready to to leave orbit to leave Fraxia Beta. Okay, we are just gonna like raid the thing for the engine bits we need though. Yeah, oh yeah. Shit, right? Yeah, I'm not having you come back next next episode and be like, well, you didn't get your whatever it was. <laughs> okay, well now all the fighters are dead. It should be just an easy an easy trip. Are you all gonna go? Yeah. So yeah, I, I mean, mean, there's literally one right outside our door that that Merlin just pushed out. Also, do we want to like get that in and take it with? Us? Dude, no, <laughs> I think we'll just strip again. it for parts then. Okay. <laughs> okay, I tell you what, you can each name one thing that you take from the Fraxis fighter jet. I would love it if we just started coming in with like different pieces of this fighter jet and putting it in Lisanne's room and being like, don't mind us. <laughs> Nothing <laughs> happened, but also we have this. Right, yeah, Meredith, what are you salvaging from the fighter? Well, we need... Did I fix... Yeah, I fixed the belt, didn't I? We mm. just need the gudgeon pins. A temporary fix. So we need a belt and we need gudgeon pins. Okay. And I'm in spares. Cool. You've got you've got the belt and the gudgeon pins. Merlin, what have you got, what have you taken? Was that all the stuff we needed for the engine? I believe so. Okay, then I'm definitely raiding the snack cupboard. Whatever food <laughs> there is there, I'm taking it out. That's good. Pilots there with a few Snickers. <laughs> Exactly. What what did you get? What did you get? I got, I got Snickers with two S because it's a space Snickers. <laughs> Snickers does have two S. Yeah. No, like two S is at the beginning. Snickers. 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 <laughs> okay. And some protein bars because, you know. Excellent. Neutron, what do you manage to salvage from this remarkably well-stocked fraction <laughs> <and> chair? This <laughs> sort of ocean liner of a fighter. <laughs> Maybe more sensibly, I've taken I've a I've got pistol. the chandelier. <laughs> <laughs> I've taken a pistol from one of the pilots. Well, no, Jack was piloting it. Oh, well, that's not very helpful, is it? Yeah, no, good point. Fine. Okay, no pilots in Chandelier there. I mean, it's got um, a snack cupboard. Is it a stretch to say that it also has a gun locker? Yeah. I'm going to take some form of weapon from the ship. Okay, you can have a Fraxian pistol, as you hey. originally wanted. Jack, what are you taking from the ship? I want to... See, I don't think I'm smart enough for this, but you know how when, like... Is it one of those crossword books that you do on the toilet? Yeah, a, it was Sudoku, but yeah. <laughs> no, no. There's like, sometimes, since they're a warlike people, they may have like a code generator so that they can like authorize or, Ooh. you know, have like code words amongst each other so they know like, oh, don't shoot them. So I oh. want to see if they have some sort of code generator that I can take. And if not, I'll just take it like the chair. Okay, test your brains to see if we can find the code generator. Oh, a seven. Oh, you do find the code generator. It's helpfully labeled Fraxian code generator. And it pops out, you know, like a car stereo. It just pops out ready to be plugged into wherever. Cool. There you go. Good stuff. And I I look at the chair as I leave and I'm like, yeah, I'll take this. Are you going to replace it with one, like replace one of the chairs or are you just going to put an extra chair like in the corridor or something? In my room. Oh, yeah, perfect. (laughs) Just so I could pretend like I was a fighter again. Nice. I'm just going to narrate you to the end. All the ship's repairs are done. All of you are back to life and healed. Well done. The Argonaut takes off and it leaves Fraxia Beta's orbit and blasts off into the galaxy. And as you're traveling, Lisan comes out of his room, looks around and is like, so guys, what? what's going on? <laughs> to be continued. <laughs>